The UNI Podcast presents What's on Your Mind. Yeah. yeah. Hi, folks. It's another day to say no to police brutality. It is another day to say no to rape. And it's another day to stand up for something. Welcome to another episode of the UNI Podcast presents What's on Your Mind. What's on Your Mind is a special series that allows guests lead the conversation. You lead the discussion and whatever is on your mind to share or talk about or discuss is what we're going to talk about. So for today's episode, we have Tommy. Tommy is the host of the Miss P Speaks podcast and she was kind enough to share with us what's on her mind. So without wasting time, let's go listen. Before we do that, I would be doing a grave injustice if I didn't tell you guys about this amazing new business in town that my friend started which is called Glad's Tidings. Basically, Glad's Tidings is an online thrift store that deals in household items. They shop and sell used and new household items for amazing prices, or as they will say at Glad's Tidings, shinkini money. So what are you waiting for? Go follow them on Instagram at glads underscore tidings and start shopping now. And the truth is this, if you go follow them, and you want to do business with them and you say you're from the you and i podcast you're definitely getting a discount link on their instagram page will be in the description to this episode go shop now at glad's tidings now back to the episode hey tommy welcome to a special segment of the UNI podcast called What's on Your Mind. So mm-hmm. basically, um, how this works is I ask you what's on your mind and you you basically just go off and share what you want to share and we have a discussion about it. So are you ready? Yes. So I have two things on my mind. Well, a few things. So I'll just go ahead. And... Hey, wait, wait, don't jump the gun. I'm supposed to ask you what is on your mind before you start. Shabu, you say you ask me, you now say, Am I ready? And I say, I'm ready. I said, are, you ready? Not... are you ready? Is not what's on your mind, man? To me, we're not supposed to be having this argument. Don't be angry. Okay. Tell me, mm-hmm. what's on your mind? Plenty things. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let me just be quiet and let me just do normal and answer the question because. Okay. I'm so, yeah, ask again. Tell me what's on your mind. So I have two things on my mind today. First one is I'm angry. And you know, I just feel like I need to rant and vent. You know how like you patronize someone online and then they don't dis- deliver or they don't do as they should do. Like my problem is online vendors. They are like the worst. I hate shopping online doing online vendors because a lot of these people don't understand basic customer service like it's like the worst thing in this life like i just can't do now what makes it even worse is shopping from your friends i know people always say oh support your friend's business you have to prove to me that you're worth my support for me to actually support you as a friend that is in business because you have all these friends and then they always feel the whole, well, you're my friend. So you understand. No, I'm a customer. I feel people need to understand that they need to draw the line between customer and friendship. 
And recently I got scammed by one of my friends. Anyways, I think I told you the story of my yeah, friend that yeah, scammed me. Should I tell your listeners the story? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. So I have this friend and she said she was starting a business and she wanted to start making shirts and like print design and all of that. So I was like, oh, cool. So now this was in November of last year. So she launched the first line, she called it Hush Apparel, everything was looking smooth, all of that. So I was like, oh, cool. You know what? Let me buy a few things for Christmas for myself and Daniel. So I placed my order. It was supposed to be like four sweatsuits and for myself. And then for Daniel, I think I got him like two. So she now said, and I said, okay, well, I'll pay you when it's time to, when I get my goods. She now said, okay. She now said, she'll give me discounts. That's everything. She said she'll give me discount. Everything came down to like 160 something dollars after the discounts when she said, I will pay only, I think she said I shouldn't pay for Daniel's stuff. And then for my own stuff, she gave me like 40% off or something ridiculous. It was a good deal. Anyways, I should have sent her the money for the outfit. Now, this was in November. December came. Okay, it's getting close to Christmas. This thing was supposed to go under the tree. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Things have just been so packed. Da, 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 da. Okay. Next thing, January came, she stopped responding to my messages. Like, I'll send a message, she'll not respond. Send a message, she'll not respond. Then, February came. I'm like, yo, what's up? She's like, oh, because of COVID. Da, da, da. That's the excuse for everybody now, for everything anyways. Um, so, I understood. Then, March came, April. And then, last month, I was like, you know what? Let me just message this girl. I'm like, hey. Oh, no, no, no. In March, she's like, oh, her grandfather was sick. And my grandfather had surgery. So I'm like, okay, I understand. May, I was like, you know what? If you communicate with me, I can understand where you're at or what's going on. She's like, well, you're not the only one that I'm not delivering to. But what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> thank you very much. She's like, thank you for being understanding because not everybody is as understanding as you. I said, okay, so when will you be ready? She said uh, that she's ready, that she'll give her to a weekend. That's okay. Weekend came. I'm like, okay, this weekend though, where are you? So let me come and collect the thing from you because we live in the same state. I'm like, let me find you. Let me come and collect my loot from your aunt. Let's not even do this back and forth. This girl is like, um, ah, she don't worry that she doesn't want to stress me, that she does Uber on the side. So I should send her my address so that she can come. I said, no, when you're in my neighborhood, this is my zip code because I don't just give people my address. I don't know. I'm very... I don't know. I'm, I don't trust anybody. So, anyway, so I didn't give her my address. I was like, just let me know when you're in this zip code. If you get close to, I give her one restaurant close to me. She let me know. She said, no. And I told her, okay, because I know she lives close to my office. I gave her my office address. I'm like, hey, you can come by my office because I'm going to be in that neighborhood on such and such. She's like, oh, well, I thought you said I should come to your house in such and such city. I thought, okay, eh, come to my house, anyone. I thought, I know you're from this girl again. So, you know, at some point I get pissed. So I'm just like, yo, like, what's up with my stuff? Are you, are you going to actually deliver my stuff or not? She's like, oh, you need to calm down. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Next thing she said, um, 
And that's okay. Sorry. Maybe I, maybe I said something I missed. So I said, I said, sorry. After that, and I asked the girl, I said, okay, when are you going to send me my clothes again? She now said that her birthday is coming. After her birthday, that she will send me my clothes. That she waits for her to have her birthday. Meanwhile, she did photo shoots for the line, clothing line. She has done photo shoots. She got models for the clothing line. And then she's posting other people's stuff. So I'm just like, okay, you know what? I don't want the clothes anymore. How about you give me a refund? You're doing very good in your business. You're doing photo shoots. You're doing all of this. I like to believe that maybe you can find someone to sell my clothes to. Give me my money. She's like, oh, I was like, I've requested the money back from you from Cash App. All you have to do is hit pay and it will work. But she's like, um, wait till later. It's okay. Let me be patient. I waited till after her birthday. So after that, I sent her another message. I was like, babe um you know it's been too long and i've been patient it's been since november think about it since november this was in may and then she's like uh, i was like i really don't want a situation where i have to call you out on social media just go ahead and pay myself she's like don't worry it's not gonna get to that next thing she blocked me <laughs> this now this was on her personal um instagram that i was messaging her she now blocks me. So I now message down our um, business Instagram, like, yo, did you block me because of my money? And then she's like, oh, no, block you. She now completely unblocks me. <laughs> I was like, wow. I like, I just can't, you know, I can tell that you blocked and unblocked me, but okay, no problem. She was like, um, no, she didn't even respond to that one. No, she now said, um, when her birthday is done, I would, she would give me the money. So the day after, I think her birthday was like the 9th or 7th of May. Then I did not get my money back. I sent her another message. She did not respond. So now it was on one Sunday. I get it. It was Mother's Day. No problem. But, you know, it's Sunday. My money is $165. I'm just trying to get my money back. Next to this girl, I sent her a message. I was like, yo, you asked me to wait till your birthday was done. This is well over a week after your birthday. So where's my money? We used to be friends. So I wouldn't want to call you out on social media. And honestly, it's not my style to call people out like that. I just feel like it's too much to start typing a pistol and say, oh, this person took my money. I was like, I don't want a situation where I have to like screenshot these conversations or, you know, put you out there like that. This girl responds and cusses me out. She's like, what the fuck tell me this is 11 o'clock on mother's day and then you have some nerve to be asking me for some damn money you know what i'll send your money if i want to send your money or if you like go ahead and do whatever you want you're not going to stop my customers from coming to me just like that and then she hmm. blocks me on all her pages <laughs> anyways i did not call out on social media and i did not get my money back I'm just that's, here ranting. That's fucked up. I'm just here ranting because another one of my friends started a business and then she's like, oh, no, could you support me? I'm selling this. And I'm like, nah, I just got burned. <laughs> <laughs> I just burned no, real bad. I, 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 I kind of understand. Like, I think the other day, somebody in my area, a lady, mm. and she, she made a, a purchase on Instagram for one of these vendors. And I think they paid, she and another lady contributed money and they paid like 50,000 now for the stuff. 
-hmm. only for this girl to delete her IG page, delete everything. She said she was transferring and she said she was um, sending a delivery man to bring the stuff. No delivery man, IG page gone. They, I think they went to the bank to complain and it was flagged as a, a fraud, blah, blah, blah. So it, it's re it really sucks because I, I would always advise though, like if you're going to make purchase online, it's either it's a big brand or you can afford to lose the money you're actually trying to pay. But because then it, they say support small businesses so that they can Yeah, grow, but, so. but, but from experience, most of these small businesses, they don't, like you said, they don't have that customer. You know, it's just, honestly, it's basic just, integrity. Uh, they have zero yeah. integrity. Like it, anyways. It's frustrating, but imagine imagine somebody you call a friend and still being very bold about, oh, you shouldn't message me on Mother's Day. What the fuck is Mother's Day when this stuff should have been in my place for... For Christmas. It should have been there for Christmas. But and, no. And, you're, and we can see that you're taking photo shoots, you're doing other stuff. So what is, exactly is the problem? Like, that's just fraud. That, for me, that's just... Thank you. It is fraud. And it's just painful because then... And then... I know at this point I can't call her a friend anymore because sisters blocks me everywhere, block my number, block me on this thing, on Instagram, Facebook, on both her pages. So I cannot even say I want to do anything. Like I was tempted to go online and just like, because I, I, I took screenshots of the conversation. I wanted to go on because she has a Facebook page for the clothing line. I wanted to just paste all our chats online and say, is this is this your apparel? This you are this you <laughs> I'll put it down there. But <laughs> I, think, I think we talked about this and we just it was decided that it was not necessary. She was not worth it to be honest. She's not worth Some it, but my money is stipending me. I want my money yeah, back. It would it would always hurt because it's hard and money now. You know tease the money mm -hmm. now. And for somebody to just try to swindle you out of it without yeah, I was swindled. And the way she did it, like, how? Imagine this cutting me out. Me out. She said, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Oh, that her customers will be there for her, whether whether I call her out or not." Imagine the, 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 the confidence, the F1 truth. And uh, the uh, truth is, like, I'm gonna give it to her hands down. Her stuff looks dope. Like, it's real. Like. You know, it's real cool stuff. But give me my team. It's not if I not pay you. Meanwhile, I was there before you were able to do photo shoots. You now do this. Uh, anyways, that's the sad story. But now the new thing on my mind. So, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about something. And it's some sort of conspiracy theory. Okay. You know how you watch all the um, American movies and TV shows, and then you have all these um, women that are pimps that have, you know, all this, they have all these little girls that they give to all these politicians and all of that, and then they keep like a client list, and then they come yeah, back yeah. out and write a book, and then write all the things and the crazy secrets about things. So today I saw online that Jaruma is doing another promo for <laughs> for Superior Kita. What was the name of that thing? Oh gosh, what's the name of the thing? Superior Kita, be favorite Kita, be. Oh, I have no fucking idea. 
Oh my god, I'm trying to find the post because I said on someone's status, yes. Mm-hmm. Promo is on now. Special package 15k. You have to tell us the full name of the man. Promo is just for 24 hours. So I'm thinking about it. What if Jaroma is actually keeping a list of all these clients? So she has the men, the women, writes the women's name, write the men's name. And then when these women make it big from all this money that they get from this man, she now writes a book about all the different people. And let's say, let me just use me for example. So let's say I went to go and get special package and then I go and get Jeff Bezos and then I become a billionaire woman on the side, <laughs> you know? And then she goes and then she writes a book and then she's like, oh, Jeff Bezos' new wife told me, came to get special package and she gave me testimony. Cause you know, they usually get testimonies from these people and then they do yeah. this and stuff like that. So what if she's making and gathering all this information and she's about to release a juicy book with a list of all your favorite influencers and the men that they've got to? Hmm. I think I think I think the book would sell. It you would sell. sell me, like, I will buy it. Sell like me, that. I like juice. I will buy me, it. I feel, I feel like that's like part of the sinister plot, you know, mm-hmm. holding that over their head because it's basically just textbook blackmail. You know, I have this much information from you because I don't think there's any man that willingly allow any given man to do special package on his head. So, I don't think any anybody asks for uh, be asked for special package to be done for them because as a man, if I feel like if you're doing everything that you need to do, because I think the reason why those women do it, and according to what that girl said in her video, is basically people that are not dropping money for their women. They are doing it so yeah. that they can get money to be dropped for them. So you as a man, you will if you are like now you die are not giving me money when I ask you to give me money if i go and do special <laughs> package i know your full name <laughs> so, <laughs> so, i know your full name now if i go there and i give them your full name and i say okay let's get me fast to be dropping the money as they are paying the salary just be wiring everything to me that kind of thing like i don't feel like anybody willingly wants to be a moving atm yeah yeah so it's just, I, it's I just think, something I that baffles me. Yeah, I, and, and I feel like um, most people are not really thinking in the heat of the moment, like most of these women, because if you are thinking, then you should know that for the Jaroma herself, she would need to have a client list because she also needs to protect her back. She needs to mm-hmm. show that nobody can intimidate her. So if she has information on you, if shit happens tomorrow and maybe you discover that, oh, this man that I have hoodwinked, um, I like him so much and I don't want anything to ruin him. So I want to, you know, clear all the bad stuff I did behind so that nobody knows. I wanted to take out the Jaroma herself. You can't because you already has information on you. Mm-hmm. You can easily just ruin everything you have. So you have to, you know, comport. And tomorrow she can easily come to you and tell you, you know what, I need 500k today. And I'm like, why? What do you do? Did I give me that? Or I tell this man what you did. You know, it's yeah. just textbook blackmail. And it's sad because people are falling for it. And here's the thing, though, and this is off topic. I still do not understand the desperation. Because to me, it does feel like desperation on the part of the women. Because I would think, like, I would think that there, there are guys who are able to, there are men out there who give money, who, who are benevolent without you have, having to 
could ring them or something. So why are lots of women going for this thing? Because without it's like not, a lot of women are buying into it. It's competition. That's what it is. So now these women are comparing themselves to women that are dealing with men that we now know are doing fraud. It's not like we did not know before. Is they are comparing themselves to women that are with men that are confirmed fraudsters. So think about it. If I steal six six million dollars and a guy should come and ask me and say, "Oh, babe, I need ten million naira." That's chicken change. I will give it to you. So you that are dating a guy that is working hard for his money and you come and then me, I've gone to work nine o'clock in the morning, enter Lagos traffic, 5.30 a.m. to get to my office for nine o'clock and then I don't get home till 11 o'clock and then one babe will now come and ask me after all of that to give her 10 million naira and all she's using that money for is to travel and take Instagram pictures. I'm not going mm. to give it to you because I work hard yeah. for that money. Yeah. But then yeah. this babe is comparing herself to some girl that is getting the money from a fraudster and the fraudster doesn't care. So I think it's just this unnecessary competition that humans have created for themselves. So I want to be the influencer that is carrying the most expensive bag. I want to be the one that is staying in the most expensive hotel. I want to be the one that has the most popping pictures and all of that. So in the bid to live up to these expectations and win this competition that they are really just competing with themselves because the people that they are trying to beat are not even looking at them. True. They tend True. to go ahead and do all these things. And um, I don't know. It just, honestly, it doesn't make sense to me. And... I don't know. I'm honestly waiting for the book to come out or whatever it is, the blackmail thing that is going to come out to it. But the last thing that is on my mind in regards to this is everybody says that in anything that you do, there's karma. If you, because it's jazz, we've all established that special package and everything is jazz. Now we know that if you do blood money and you kill somebody, good will come out home to you. We know that if you kiss somebody, yeah, yeah, well, not necessarily that they're going to haunt you, but if you do a lot of money, it never sits well and all of that. What is the side effect or the pushback or the, what, what, I don't know the word, the karma effect, even though I don't believe in karma, but you know what I'm trying to say. What's the turnaround for people that do, jaruma package i mean kayamata package and um the likes of special package and all of those there's no there's nothing coming back to them to be honest um i think i think if, if you are being if we are considering this very well some of these things don't actually have any uh side effects in terms of because i think it's just our moral antennas that want us to believe that oh these people did this they should get something falling back on them later in life mm -hmm. but if we if we actually evaluate it very well the thing they are doing is just finding an avenue to um you know get what they otherwise would find very difficult to get in a very easy way I think um, this, these guys discussed it on their podcast. Um, Road to 30. Road to 30 I, mm -hmm. I, I, do, I do think I, I, I agree with the similarity they drew with somebody, a woman going to Shiloh to pray for a man and stuff like this. Because at the end of the day, this is, this is like an, another solution to something. 
it no, might not be what you would for. Mm-hmm. But it is another solution to something. No, I, I honestly don't. I don't. I don't agree with that comparison with Shiloh and um, the package. I don't know what to call it because with I will compare going to Shiloh to get a man as applying for a day job so that you can make money to make ends meet, and I will compare getting the package as scamming people to get money to make ends meet. Now, at the end of the day, you're trying to make ends meet either way. But But one is, the approach is different. The mindset is different and the the mentality behind it is different. Now, you're using something to get what you want. You're using your degree to get a job. You're using fraud to get, you know, clients. They're on two different levels. That's how I'm going to put it. So, yeah, but... I'm just I waiting. I, I feel like it, if it's if it's that potent, eventually it would, it would wear out. That's what I think. I think if you're saying um, you're going to use this special package to keep a man giving you money, personally, it's just maybe we do. We are not privy to that information, but I feel like there will be instructions to this thing. Do this, do that, avoid this, avoid that. And so, does it have expiry dates? It might. You never can tell because I feel like there should be instructions to this kind of things. And then if you but think about it, blood money, there's no instructions when they are doing blood yeah. money, they don't give them full instructions, they just tell them, Oh, yeah, just bring the head. They don't tell them that you have to bring a head how every you, year. It's after I watch your robotics, I watch there's always going to be and I watch living in bondage. <laughs> there's always going to be instruction. I, I feel like no, think about it. Let's use living in bondage and as the first example. Now, the guy already went for the swearing in before he knew that he had to bring someone that he loved. So they bring you in well, before they give you. If, the if you're going to use living in bondage, let's just be honest. That guy was very stupid. How can you go to a court, a, a, a cult? You saw the whole ritual thing. You saw whether it's the dream. devil, whether it's the devil or something, and you you now come and we say, yeah. How can you think that is it? <laughs> have you never had? Have you, have you not ever had an experience where you just feel like, damn, that felt like a dream? I have, but not like that. That guy was just stupid. Because after the whole ordeal, you the mark was on your body. You saw the mark on your body for crying out loud. Like the tattoo and everything. So what and did that you think was that after was? he realized that it wasn't a dream. When he first woke up, he's like, ah, okay, so okay, here's the thing. When he woke like, up, he thought it was it's a not dream, a dream. So why not? Why are you now surprised? Okay, after the part where he, you know, he was trying to get out of the deal, he was not acting surprised. Like, what are you surprised for a young man? He was surprised because they didn't tell him. They didn't tell him that, okay, this is what it entails. This is what you're going to deal with. Nobody told him. He was not warned. That guy is foolish. Let's just be honest. That guy is a foolish person. I I agree about him being foolish, but, you know. I I think people who go into this stuff are well aware of the consequences. A lot of them are well aware of the consequences, but they choose to do it anyway. It's the same thing with fraud. Like there was this particular time, somebody, because somebody assumed I was a yao yao person, because normally I work for one. They're like, ah, na yao yao you do. So somebody approached me, a guy who actually does the fraud. It was <laughs> like, ah, gross. Teach me now. All right, teach you what exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
and that's stuff where they do like teach me. I'm like, <laughs> I work for my salary, I get paid at the end of the month. I don't know anything you're doing. It's like, ah, guy, why did they hide this? Thing? Why did they so, hide it? You said. So, so I told him, I was like, look, I'm not into what you think I'm into, but here's the truth. If you want to do it and you are sure that you can live with the consequences, mm-hmm. knock yourself out. Because there will be consequences. Just knock yourself out. You will make the money, no wala, but know that there will be consequences. And if you are confident that you can live with those consequences and you can bear it going forward, no wala. Do what you want to do. But well, there will be consequences. It's that simple. Yeah, I definitely understand that there's consequences. But one thing I know that someone that lives the fast life has said to me in regards to that when you're like, oh, don't you know that there are consequences for these actions and blah, 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 is that you don't know tomorrow. If I'm living carefully every day of my life and I die tomorrow, it's like I didn't gain anything. So I might as well have gone ahead and just, you know, go ahead and make the money. People always yeah. have their reasons and they rationalize. I, I, I feel like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like everybody can rationalize. Even people, even serial killers can rationalize why they kill people. Like why they <laughs> it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not simple. They will tell themselves what they want to believe and they will believe it. So I think that's what most of these people do. They just tell themselves, you know what, I'm doing this because you know what? It, maybe if I go tomorrow now I might die and I don't gain anything. So why not just do this? Whether I like it or not rationalize as much as you want. They all, they, I think they'll always be consequences. <laughs> you have to deal with that. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you very much, Tommy, for sharing what's on your mind. This felt really nice. It was mm-hmm. a different, more fun what's on your mind. A lot of things are on your mind, obviously, because you talk yes. about like three of them. So, let's wait for Jaruma's tell-all book so that we can know who our favorite influencers are. And just in case Jaroma has not had plans of writing a book, whenever you do write a book, just know that Tommy of Miss Peace Speaks podcast inspired you to write the book. Yep. <laughs> that should be sell. That will be like New York bestseller shit. Bruh, I am here for it all day, every day. Everybody likes a juicy story. Everybody likes. Yeah, yeah we all do. We all yeah. Do. So, so, thank you very much for being on. What's on your mind? The special well, thank edition. Thank you for listening to what's on my mind. So, um, until next time, people of this world, do not patronize Jaruma or S. That's it on S. Now you savvy. And also, if you are a small business person doing online business, please learn basic integrity and um, customer service. Thank you. Yeah, very important. Very very important. You know. People people spend their hard-earned money on your business. You shouldn't act like a crappy human being to them. But it's all good. So, thank you, Tommy. Thank you for being on the show. Talk to you some other time. Cheers. Get well soon. Fuck with me and die, yeah. That's my goon. And there you have it, folks. Until next time, when we have another guest who's willing to take us through what's on their mind, I bid you adieu. I wish you guys all the best. Stay safe. And always stand for something. Cheers. You know that I'm never going quit till I'm dry in my bones.